Speaker Johnson is getting more and more interesting by the second. He is, I told you this a couple days ago, he's taking it from the right and the left. Here's Mother Jones, left wing. Scoop, Mike Johnson urged a religious test for politicians. (laughs) The elevation of Mike Johnson as Speaker was a shocker. Not since John McCain picked Sarah Palin to be his running mate has a Heretofore, little-known politician been lifted so quickly to a politician of prominence and importance. Though Johnson is now second in line of presidential succession, still finding out basic and important facts about him. This includes his alarming record as a hardcore conservative cultural warrior motivated by a Christian fundamentalist belief who has fiercely opposed gay rights, comparing homosexuality to pedophilia, calling for a total nationwide ban on abortion, Proposed the end of no-fault divorce, urged a return to 18th century values. One more significant thing I've discovered is that Johnson appears to believe in a religious litmus test for politicians. This weekend, I broke the news that Johnson and his wife, Kelly Johnson, a self-described Christian counselor, a few years ago created a seminar that promoted the premise that the United States has been a Christian nation. I found a video of one of these sessions they held in 2019 at the Baptist church they belong to in Louisiana. At that event, from the pulpit, Kelly declared that biblical Christianity, that is a literal reading of the Bible as fundamentalists interpret it, is the only valid worldview and nothing else makes sense. This worldview includes creationism, believing that the earth was created by God in six days, 6,000 years ago, based and the denial of evolution, based. Mike Johnson called for biblically sanctioned government. In this venue and many others, including a podcast they have hosted together, the pair have con- have contended that there is only one truth. Jesus is truth. We need to make Mike Johnson Catholic. Because part of what he's saying is true. There are only two choices. It's either Christ the King, or it is chaos. Those are your choices, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, those are your choices. Christ the King, or chaos. That's it. That's actually it. You are either on the side of Christ the King, or... You, you or, 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 or you are cooperating with the enemies of Christ. You know, I was talking about the false dialectic, the Hegelian dialectic in the last segment. And Hegel's dialectic is actually a mockery of this basic truth. Because this is not a false dichotomy. This is hardcore truth. It's Christ the King or it's death. It's chaos. It's Satan. It's the enemies of God. There's no middle ground. There's no either there's no other alternative. There's no third way. There's no blending. There's no compromise. These two things can't coexist with each other. Truth and error cannot coexist with each other. A thing can't be simultaneously true and false at the same time. A thing can't even simultaneously be and not be 
at the same time, in the same place, in the same way. These are just principles of logic that used to be taught by everybody and few people would understand them. So the Hegelian dialectic, just going back to it very quickly, because I, I don't want you to think, well, now Parrot's offering us a Hegelian dialectic. You're either with Christ the King or you're not. No, but that's actually true. The Hegelian dialectic is a mockery of the actual logical principle of identity. That a thing either is or isn't. The principle of non-contradiction. A thing cannot both be and not be at the same time. These are eternal principles, transcendent principles. They exist outside of us, outside of our opinion about them. And they're extremely important. The principles are broken every day by both sides of the political aisle because these people have no training whatsoever, nor do they have any interest in being consistent logical, or true. Uh, truth, what is truth? Any of our elected politicians would have asked that question. They all would have pulled a pilot. What's truth? What is truth? Truth is what I define it as. Truth is my truth. Truth is whatever I decide is true, and then I use all the power of my might to enforce it. Truth is power. Truth is force. Truth is uh, 501c4s, political action committees, dark money, truth is corporate truth, whatever. All of them, all of them would have been that way. All of them would have been like Pilate. And so, uh, I don't want you thinking that when I tell you that Mike Johnson is very close to the truth, he is. But here is an example of you are either with Christ the King or you're not. As close as he is, he's right about the gays. He's right about no-fault divorce. He's right about Christianity needing to be the basis of society. He's right about young earth. He's right about evolution being false. Um, as right as he may be about these things that make the left go nuts, bonkers, makes the left lose their minds. He's still an enemy of Christ the King. He's not with Christ the King because Christ the King established a prince on earth. And that prince on earth, prince of the apostles, was Peter. And the 4,000 years leading up to Christ, in which God was so particular about everything, the number of cubits that the ark would be, the exact measurements of the temple, the gestures of the Jewish liturgy, the words, the actions, the meaning. This same God who is extremely particular about how he is to be worshipped didn't just disappear and become laissez-faire. Make it up as you go. 
There's no such thing as do-it-yourself Christianity. You don't get to do whatever you feel like, whatever feels good for you. If it feels good for you, in fact, it's probably wrong. Let's just be honest about that. If you get a, if you derive a lot of joy out of your non-Catholic worship, then it's possible that you're just worshiping yourself. It's possible that what you're experiencing is just horizontal worship. Aren't we so great? We're not like the other sinners. Lord, thank you for making me saved, unlike those other people who aren't saved. <laughs> I'm not so sure that that's actually worshiping God. I'm not so sure that that's actually the virtue of religion, which is rendering God what is due to God. The sub-virtue of justice. Justice is one of the cardinal virtues. You know, I've been meaning to talk to you about the cardinal virtues and just kind of laying them out there. Maybe we'll do that later on this week. I'm not sure. But this is one of those times where I have to say, close, but no cigar. Mike Johnson is close, but he is not an ally. And it pains me to say that. Because I want to live in a country where we do have friends of Christ in government trying to steer things in the right direction. And maybe you'll say, okay, but don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. He's good enough and he's better than McCarthy was. Yeah, maybe that's true. Uh, maybe it's not true. I don't really know. It's possible that he'll be better than McCarthy would have been. It's possible that he may at least acknowledge the Constitution of these United States. Now, do I think that the Constitution of these United States is a perfect document? No. Do I acknowledge that the Constitution of these United States is a Freemasonic document? Absolutely. Do I think that the Catholic Church endorsed or supported or rejected the Constitution and laughed at the Constitution of these United States? It, it, was, it, was, it was mocked. It was mocked in Rome. It was called absurd. So then why do I support the Constitution of these United States? Well, here's why. Because even though it is a flawed document, even though that it is imbued with Enlightenment philosophy, it at least could serve as a check on these madmen, these barking mad psychopaths who will lock you down and vaccinate you and tax you regulate you, surveil you, and terrorize you. That's what your government does. Your government hates you. Your government wants you so, your soul damned in hell. So the Satanists who are running the United States of America who want your soul damned in hell could at least, in theory, be held back, restrained by the Constitution. In other words, if the, everybody could at least respect the Constitution in these United States. As imperfect as it is, 
that in and of itself would be an improvement for Catholics, for Catholic families, for Catholic parishes, for Catholic communities, for Catholicism in general, for the freedom and exaltation of Holy Mother Church. And that, so to the extent that being a constitutionalist supports the freedom and exaltation of Holy Mother Church, then I am fine with you calling me a constitutionalist. But there's got to be a huge asterisk next to it that says, hey, Mike is is a constitutionalist not because he believes that the founding fathers spoken of in hushed tones of reverence, the founding fathers were prophets. Nay, more than prophets. Demigods. That they had superior intellect, wisdom beyond all measure, and that they founded a nation based on the idea An experiment, a holy experiment, dedicated to God under the protection of the Almighty One. And that our nation is special and unique. And it's a city on a hill. No, that's not. My religion is not Americanism. My religion is Catholicism. The gates of hell will not prevail against the Catholic Church. 